This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 697, Realizing I'm Really Going to Die Someday, by Shelby Forsythia of shelbyforsythia.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the show that is all about your relationships. I am your host, Greg Audino, and don't forget, you can also find me on the Optimal Living Advice Show, where I answer life questions submitted by viewers like yourself. Uh, Tune in there for lots of learning, or if you're struggling with something you'd like help with, we always invite you to email your concerns to us at advice at oldpodcast.com, advice at oldpodcast.com. We will take your questions there and answer them for you on the show. Uh, Today in ORD land, I am narrating a post by intuitive grief guide Shelby Forsythia on becoming mortality aware after a loved one dies, which is something I hugely believe we should be contemplating regularly. Uh, So sit back, relax, and listen as we start to optimize your life. Realizing I'm Really Going to Die Someday by Shelby Forsythia of shelbyforsythia.com I was cleaning my room a couple of weeks ago, getting ready to sit down and write for my podcast, And I was standing there with my Swiffer duster in my hand, looking at all of the books on my bookshelf I had just finished dusting. I thought, someday, I'm going to die. And somebody's going to have to go through these, just like we went through mom's. This is a thought that genuinely went through my head at 10.30 in the morning while I was making hot water for tea and tidying up my apartment. Someday, I'm going to die and my friends and family are going to have to go through my stuff, just like I had to go through mom's. What's weird about this statement is that it just came through as a fact. There was very little emotion attached to this thought. I wasn't afraid for my life or overwhelmed by my stuff. I wasn't even really sad for my friends and family. The fact that I was going to die was just there as a fact. And I looked at it and paused for a second and then went on dusting and making tea and sitting down to write. Reflecting on it later, though, I was really reminded that this thought of I'm going to die someday comes up a lot for me. It comes up when I'm in an Uber and my driver brakes hard or goes past the speed limit in the Chicago snow or swerves to avoid another car. I'm going to die someday. It comes up when something really petty is happening at work, and I disconnect from it to save my time and energy because, after all, there are more important things in the world, and I'm going to die someday. And it comes up when I'm least expecting it, like it did that morning when I was dusting and thinking there's going to be a day when I touch these books for the last time. I'm going to die someday. I never used to think like this. Before my mom died, I had very few thoughts of myself realistically dying. I didn't really wrap my head around it. Maybe it was because I was in my 20s and there's that whole I'm invincible thing going on. Maybe it was because I had only seen death at a distance, with relatives I only saw once or twice a year, and they were dead by the time I saw them. I didn't watch them die. Maybe it's because I just didn't understand. I didn't have to. But when someone you love dies, especially if you watch them die, It's no longer death is in the movies, or death happens when I'm really, really old. Death is far away. It's, holy sh**, death is here. Death is up close. Death is any time, anywhere, anybody. Death is going to happen to me too. So, if you're thinking about death a lot more now that your loved one has died, you're not crazy and you are not alone. 
Anyone who has lost someone, including me, will tell you that a loved one's death puts their own mortality into sharp perspective all of a sudden, especially if within a family or friend group you are age-wise next in line. Death opens us up to this realm of reality, notice I didn't say possibility, where all of us will experience the same outcomes as our loved ones, not in the same way or at the same age or with the same afterlife experience, but death, just death. I'm going to die someday. It's just there. Here's a list I compiled of some things that might go through your head after a loved one dies. Talking more about death, what it will be like to die, how you will die, or how you'd like your death to go. Fear of your own death, especially if your loved one's death was sudden, you have children or other dependents, or if the person who died was around the same age as you. A new and maybe sudden appreciation of time, relationships, and day-to-day mundane activities. Desire to create a will, get rid of physical stuff, or deal with end-of-life matters. Questioning or rejecting of faith or religious beliefs. Or, on the opposite end, a clinging to faith or religious beliefs as they relate to death and the concept of the afterlife. Pondering the purpose of or the meaning of life. If someone who meant so much to you is now gone, what will happen to you? This also ties in with the desire to leave a legacy or to find a passion. Sometimes in this pondering, you might talk about switching jobs, spending more time with family and friends, or crossing an item or two off of your bucket list. Fear of death, thoughts of death, and to focus on your own death are totally normal happenings after a loss. Let them come up and visit you. In wrestling with thoughts of my own mortality, I try to practice these as often as I can. Number one. Have somebody in your life that you can talk about death with. Whether it's in person or online, find a human space where you can tease out your thoughts on death. If you're shut down with things like, you're so morbid, death is a part of life, so don't worry about it, or God has a plan, slash there's hope for you in the afterlife, slash Jesus Christ is my rock, etc., you might want to find somebody else to talk to. It's not that these people are afraid of you or of death, They're just not in a place to hold space for you yet. Talking about death and why we're here is a real heart conversation, so it's valuable to find a person you can share that with. Number two, know yourself well enough to know the best way to approach end-of-life planning. Also known as don't rush to write your will just because you're afraid you're going to die too. Sometimes when the people we love die, those of us who are still living race home in a frenzy and start writing up wills for ourselves. Let your emotions rest before taking your will to a lawyer, especially if you've got family drama surrounding the laws. End-of-life planning is best done from a non-frantic space of level-headedness, not immediately after a loss happens when emotions are running high. So when I say know yourself well enough, I mean, know how much time and the distance you need from your loss in order to approach the end-of-life planning from a more focused place. This will be different for everybody. Number three. Most importantly, remember that you won't and can't figure it all out. You can plan for death and even set up others' lives for after you go, but your own death, like the death of the person you lost, gets out of human control at some point. It's very much a manage-what-you-can-and-release-the-rest experience, which is really easy for me to say here, but I've struggled with this a lot in my head. It's incredibly frustrating to know that when I die, even when I have a will, things will happen that I cannot control. 
And as much as I want to step in and say, no, this is how it should be, I won't be able to, because I'll be dead. And some days that thought is funny to me, and some days that thought is really irritating. And some days, just like that day I was dusting my room, it'll just show up. Wow. Someday, I'm going to die, and somebody's going to have to go through all my stuff, just like we did with moms. Huh. I'm going to die someday, and so are you. You just listened to the post titled, Realizing I'm Really Going to Die Someday, by Shelby Forsythia of shelbyforsythia.com. That, my friends, is an extremely valuable episode for you, simple and as truthful as you could possibly ask for. Coming to terms with our own mortality and going beyond that to actually embrace it is not only a lesson in not avoiding serious matters, but it allows us to reevaluate and remind ourselves of our values and whether or not we're really living them with the time that we've been allotted. Uh, Sure, it's more convenient to not think about death, but confronting death head-on helps us to really reflect on the truth of who we are in a way that's powerful enough to make us take a shot at some valuable changes if we deem them necessary. We are done for today, though. Thank you once again for joining me for this episode, everyone. Go now and go ponder. Uh, I will see you tomorrow with a post on dealing with difficult relatives where your optimal life awaits.